Okay, so Hakdama Gimel. And like last time, we're going to jump around a little bit. The flow is not so pushy to me. And um, I want to stay focused on really what this Hakdama is called, which is Hachanas HaMenorah. The union of Hachana when it comes to Mitzvah Bechlal, and Hachana when it comes to Halakas HaMenorah Bifrat. So let's let's get going, and Mitzvah Shem will elaborate B'Siyat Vishmaya at the at the appropriate time. So he begins here on Daphne and Hay in Hakdama Gimel. Minag Tzadikim Chasidim Lichrei Chapsila Biadaim Lasayse Lasakno Beatzme. The Minag Tzadikim Chasidim is to prepare the wicks themselves. And in recent times, this art of preparing the Chanukah Menorah has dwindled, thanks to Nir Mitzvah and other companies, that, that they even make you think that you can't even buy regular oil in the store. You have to buy Dafka Nir Mitzvah oil to get to the Mitzvah. Right, 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 yep. Yeah, the hachanas ourselves. Nowadays, you can get everything done for you. Quick twist at the top, everything is set. Right? Today, good marketing, good businesses, no preparation, everything set. Cut down on the time. So, but cutting down on the time means cutting down on the ore. Let's see a little bit more about this. The reason why we were makbid, so to speak, that tzaddikim mechasidim are careful to do the kriches hapsila, but it means bechlal, the entire setting up of the menorah. For our, on our own is because of three pu'ulos. There's really three things involved, which is hachanas hapsila, preparing the wick, yitzikas hashemen, pouring of the oil, and hadlaka samenorah, and the actual hadlaka. And so, if we're cutting out, well, we, we can't really cut out the last one unless we have somebody light for us, but you can also do a fialata. <laughs> but we're kind of left with only three. But the reason why tzaddikim and chasidim are especially careful in this is because there are actual kavanas from the Arizal when it comes to each of these steps. The preparing of the psila has its own kavana, and the etzikas hashemen has its own kavana. And we don't find that by other mitzvahs, that the quote-unquote hachana of the mitzvah has its own kavana. Everything has kavanas, but actual, like, shema sakdashim from the Arizal. We're going to see one of them a little bit later, if we have time. And what this is teaching us in Primius is that there's something about the mitzvah of Hanukkah, that the hachana for the mitzvah of near Hanukkah is different than hachanas for other mitzvahs. And that's something just to explore in your minds right now as we, as we move forward, why should that be? Maybe it's not true. But in the event that there is a chilek between them, why should your Hanukkah be different than any other mitzvah? Consider that as we go forward. On the bottom, it's, it's Kedai just to see, we're not, we don't stop at, at Kimat any of the Ma'amakomos, but in the Libya Schein, on the bottom of the page, he says here, we know there's Sholem B'dorshem Hilchas Achag Shloishem Yoyim to be prepared for the Yant of 30 days in advance. And he says, he quotes here from the Saginor 
Rabbi Yitzchak, the son of the Ravid, who the Chidah spoke wonders about him and his greatness and his Kedusha, he had a Kabbalah from Eliyahu Navi to prepare the psilos, the wicks, two days before Hanukkah on Chav Gimel I'm kind of skimming through the Lashon HaKodesh, if you're following along. And he bases this on that which the Gemara says, Hazahir bin Er those who are careful on Er Chanukah, they're Zohar to Banim Zacharim Tamid HaChachamim, the children who are Tamid HaChachamim. And the Saginar, Rabbi Yitzchak, asked of the Anavi that we see that that's not true. Many people light, are very careful in Halakas Menorah, and the children are not Tamid HaChachamim. How do we make sense between the Gemara and what we see with our eyes. So Elion Avi answered him. Let's take a look at the bottom left. Chachamim hei memes, v'divei memes. Everything in the Gemara is true. K'vimashe kol ha'oidl madik in Yerash Hanukkah. He says, if you take a look at the way the veld lights Hanukkah, ruba de ruba oisim ha-mitzah rak lotzei sedei chayivasan. Everybody's just trying to be yotzei. Ve'ein nishtadlin l'kayma behidr. They're not trying to be mekayma with hidr. That which Chazal said, those who are careful in their Chanukah, that's when they're careful. That they try to be in the kind of midst of Behidr. Like we see that there's Mahadrin and there's Minah Mahadrin. It's only a very few. That they're careful. And every single aspect of the diktuk of the Din, which is a, a concept to speak about another time in Mitzvah Hashem. Those who are careful in the mitzvah on every level, then the or is so great. Excuse me, is so great that it gifts them. Basically, the klal is is that what we put into the mitzvah, we get back from the mitzvah. It's not like we think that you know Hakadosh Baruch is standing there like who's gonna. Who's going to put them in the right amount? I'm going to give them a Ben Zachar, Tamil Chacham. And he's like waiting for that person to. It doesn't work like that. There's an Or and there's an Or Choser. There's an input and there's an output. What we put in creates the Or. The more Dikta Kalacha, the more Pratim, the more time, energy, and love which is invested in the Mitzvah creates a Makom that the Or should be Chalboy. And can feed what we put in, which allows, which is almost like the firewood. The greater ore could be tofes, and it's that ore of Ner Chanukah which gives ban and tamid chacham. It's not. It's not a segula. It's not. It's not a, a reward for the mitzvah. It's, it's. It's commensurate exactly with what we put in. The ore mirrors us. So what we put into that ore is what we receive from that ore. Therefore, he says that the psilos should be prepared two days before. Sorry. Yeah. Charlie's not here, so maybe I could just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a very empowering idea, what we're saying right now. It's very... Uh, we're, we're actually creating. Meaning, we, we brought up, you do a mitzvah, you light it, and Hashem does what He has to do. Mm-hmm. But it's actually has to be initiated. I don't know if it's like so by all mitzvah or dafka and Hanukkah, but we are actually initiating. Right. And Hashem is responding in kind. So it's, we're actually... We're actually doing the creating yeah. when we're doing the mitzvah. Uh, yeah. It takes it to a whole different place. Yeah. Yeah. The, the two of the mitzvah, when it comes to or, actually, when it comes to ish, when it comes to or, that's the one thing which man is capable of creating. 
We create Eish, don't we? We don't create Mayim. We don't create Ruach. We don't create Afar. We don't create the Lulav even. We, we, we assemble it. We put it together. We put the Sukkah together. We'll bake the Matzahs. But what are we making? The act of creation. Where is our part in creation? The mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah, the fact that it's connected with a Ner, and that's the mitzvah, means that we're mishtate for the Kodesh Baruch Hu in the creation of the Zohar. Understand? And that's really, on one level, what separates Ner Hanukkah from other mitzvahs, which is something to contemplate. In that, is this Halakas Ner Hanukkah a hachana for a mitzvah? Or is it a hishtatfas and a shutfas in the ore of the mitzvah? Let's continue upstairs. Ukeshem shehahachana hashlishes shehalaka tzichali yosai behadam atzma. Just as the halaka should be done through us on our own, the hainu sheyorchi is a saish balakasa that we hold the candle at shetehiyah shalhaves oylem aleha. And the candle should be pressed against the wick until the fire <coughs> is suitable enough to be able to stand its own ground, so to speak. <laughs> which is the din when it comes to the halakha and the menorah of the Beis HaMikdash. The same is true with the other two aspects of the mitzvah. Again, which is the psila, which is the, the shaman. As Yeri explains, these have their own kavanas. <laughs> which really... We would consider that to be hachana if we are focusing on the hadlaka as being the ikra mitzvah. Yet, we shouldn't look for ways out of it. So if it's motivating us in the midst of Ner Hanukkah is that we know the Gemara and we would like nothing nothing more than to have banu tamid chachamim. And by the way, it doesn't mean that they should be born tamid chachamim. It means even if we have children already, that this or is an or which infuses the home. This is one of the one of the mitzvahs which which is near Ishu Beisa, that the Ish is affected and the bias is affected and everything under the roof is affected, which of course, there's something to be said about near Hanukkah at home. Like my kids were saying, let's go to Florida for Hanukkah. As a Hanukkah is the one yantiv which you really want to be at home for. It's a, it's a Hanukkah of the bias. Now, it, it's certainly true that even if you go to a hotel somewhere, that it doesn't just mean the physical bias, it means the spiritual bias. But there's something to be said about the physical bias too. Like if we, if we ever had a, uh, if there was ever a time where we had to light near Hanukkah, let's say at a, even at, at, at a, my, my parents' house or, or elsewhere because of the circumstances, you had to do it if you were staying somewhere. It's not the same, not the same. There's something about lighting in your home and bringing that ore into the home, which there's a special avir which is in the home because of that. As such, it it uplifts everybody in the home, so it's never too late. And this is always a cloud, by the way. It's ne- nothing is ever too late because the ore of Torah and the ore of mitzvahs is higher than Zman. So it's never too late. But just, just to break it down and to explain why not, it's because we're talking about an ore which infuses the home. So, so if we have a child who needs help in their Yiddishkeit, in their Avaidah, so look at it as an investment. It may be a little tedious and it's hard to, to make the wicks. It's really, even that's not that hard. It's not like we're like peeling it off of the, off the sheep and like we're... We're, we're, you know, we're just kind of rubbing it like that and putting it in and, and, and with the shaman. It's a few extra minutes. But that few extra minutes is an investment. It's an investment in something major. And, and hopefully we'll have the time to explain a little bit why it is that something which is so little can go so far. 
Um, at this point, at this point, we're gonna we're gonna skip to Daf Samachav, and we'll, we'll just take a look a little bit at the Kavanas of what of what the Ari has, a little taste of the of the Ari's Kavanas when it comes to the Hachana of the of the Shemin for Halakas Nechanika. Doesn't bring the Kavana for the Psila. It's a little bit more difficult. He says here in Samach Vav and Daf Samach Vav, Lazem Avor be Kavanas Chanaka, Vachavin Beis Yitzikas Hashem and Hakama Osias Beis Yotes. To have Kavana these letters, and he has a Rosh Tevis for that. It says he quotes a pasuk I believe in Yeshaya or somewhere. Navi Bizroo Yekabet Tlaim is Rosh Tevis Beis Yotes. Shehem Shemen Bechilufe Asven Beatzbash. We know that there's many ways of using the letters of the Aleph Beis. And one way of Jerush and Remez is called Atbash, which means that every letter, being that there are 22 letters, will flip on the letter opposite it, going the opposite direction of Aleph Beis. So an Aleph will be replaced by a Tuf, or Beis for Shin, a Gimel for Reish, Dalt for Kuf, etc. So through Atbash of Shemin, so a Shin becomes a Beis, a Mem becomes a Yud, and a Nun becomes a Tes. So hence this Shem, Beis Yud Tes, which is Oile Begamache Chaf Aleph, 21. And 21 is the minion of the Shem Ekya. It's one of the more prominent names in the Torah. It's the name of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. And Moshe asks Hashem, what's the name for Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim? When they ask me, he says, Ekya. Moshe says, really? He says, Ekya Asha Ekya. But even Ekya itself is a shame. If you do, and it's known that the Shem Ekya is the shame of Tshuva, which is the name of Bina, Mishum de Ekya, because what Ekya implies, Perushoy ani roitzel hiyos. Ekya is in the lashon asir. I will be. Dehainu meaning to say hagam sheachshav in any klum. Now I'm nothing. Avalani mekabel the line she yatayv mikan alabam mekabel to be better from this point on. So Ekya is the name of tshuva. V'zehahir tshuva tzarachadam lahadlus b'meichu b'shas yitzikas hashemin. As such, when a person is pouring the shemin, and the shame comes to mind of bezi yates. So, it's telling us that it's oiled to the gematria ekya, that a person should contemplate tshuva, that he's like beginning new right now, which is what Chanukah means. Chanukah means a chinuch is, is, is a new, fresh beginning. It has a lot to do with the sugya, but we'll see if we have time. To be metahir, to be mezachich, to purify the gof and the chel kineshama, she yuchlu lekabel ha'aresor ha'chachma ha'nishba b'tzikas ha'shemen. Shemen is inyan of chachma. It's a ha'arub if neatzma. It's not just the or which gives us shefa and bracha and good things. The shemen itself is its own makar. Shemen represents chachma. V'yish lachavin ha'osiyas beziyates benikud kamatz kamatz shva. So there we explain that we need nekudos for these letters. Kazeh. You see that the days in the Yud have Kamatzin underneath, and the test has a Shva. When you start learning Pnei Torah, you remind you, you have to go back and learn like kindergarten again, like the Nakudos, what they are, what they mean. <laughs> and you don't you don't come across that anywhere in uh, the Mishnayos or the Gemara to have to know that again. So when this this gematria of of the of the Nakudos, I'm sure this will be something new for many of you. Nekudos also have gematrias. What are the gematrias of Nekudos? So, the, really, Nekudos are just two. 
two nekudas which form different nekudas. But one is a dot and one is a line. A line is a vav, it's gematria six. And a dot is a yud, so it's gematria ten. So a kamatz is sixteen because it has a line and a dot. So the way it goes is like this. So under the vase is a kamatz, that's sixteen. Under the yud is also a kamatz, that's sixteen. That's thirty-two. And plus the two dots under the test, which is 20, so you have 52. So the Nakudus like a match of 52, which he says, this is the Mispar of Havaya, b'miloi hehen. But there's not chsid, this is Kabbalah now. <laughs> this is Mashkala. There's Mispar Havaya, which is miloi hehen. So if you take a look at the brackets and the parentheses here, so you'll notice that it's the shame Havaya spelled out. Yud Vav Dalid, then Hey Hey, then Vav Vav, then Hey Hey. And there's many ways, three ways to spell out the letter hey could be spelled hey aleph, hey yud, or hey hey. That's the secret of Yehei Shmei Rabbah, the Ari explains. Yehei is the letters yud, hey aleph, Shmei Rabbah, that the name of Havaya can become great utilizing these letters of hey, yud, and aleph, and also avav. Avav could be vav aleph vav, avav yud vav, or just plain vav vav. So that means that with what's called the milui, filling in the letters of Havaya, if we spell out the letters, so it can create many gematrias. So one of the prominent, and therefore which are the more important ones, which the Ari works with everywhere, is this one, which is called the Shein Ben, because over here in the brackets, in parentheses, Yud K Vav K added up together is gematria Ben. Shuheim Sviras Hamalchas. Not important for us now why the Shein Ben is connected Malchas. And this name of Ben, it, it, it rules over, its jurisdiction is the Oilam of Asiya. We know that there are four worlds of Atsilas, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. And the shame Ben corresponds to the world of Asiya, which is what we, we work in, which is the world of Asiya. Vakavana, what this means, with this shame Bez Yates, with these. Nekudos, Sheshvichas Hashem and Hu Atshuva. We explained that Shemin has to do with Tshuva, the Shem Ekya. Al Hapsila Shehu Hagov Shabaylam Hasiya by pouring the Shemin on the Psila. As Kashenasa Kavana Halazu Asa Chana Haruiya Shiucha Lagashas the Kiyamitzas Halakas Nechanaga. By pouring the Shemin on the Psila, because as he explained, we kind of skipped this part that the Psila represents the Guf of the Adam. It allows that that the Guf should be like a Mishkan, like a Kaili, to receive the higher higher items. Okay, be it as it may, we see here just a little taste of, of the kavanas which go into the Achanas Hashemin. Achanas Hashemin. Now, let's take a moment to speak about the Hachan of the Menorah. That we saw before to prepare two days in advance the Psilas. It's brought down in, I forget if it's even in the Mishaburah. It's definitely brought down in the Svarim that, that the Menorah should be positioned in its place, let's say, three days before Hanukkah. That the table should be set, that the menorah should be there. The, the, the menorah is something which, the hachana for the menorah is a very important part of the process. And we'll explain in Mitzvah Shem why it is more than other mitzvahs that the hachana is so important. When it comes to hachana bechlal for a mitzvah, when we say the word hachana, what we're thinking probably about is, is the few minutes which we have before. That's when we think hachana. 
So, for example, if we say, if, if we tell our son, we say, listen, tomorrow morning, um, we're going to be doing the mitzvah of, of, of lulav, we should, we should get up and do hachanas. Right? So, we're probably thinking, you know, get up 10 minutes before we do hachanas. There's really two modes of hachanas. And the reason why we're familiar with the first one, which is this one, is because we're not familiar with the second one. Because when we think about preparing for something, everything which we, which we know about the world of preparing is in our Gashmi's world. And what we do is that we take our, our mode of understanding how it works in the Gashmi and we apply it to the Ruchni. So we have to prepare for a test, an exam, so we think, okay, what's preparing? Preparing means starting the material. Right? Starting the material. And Chazal tell us, okay, there's two parts of the mitzvah. There's the actual doing of the mitzvah, which means Zachana, and the studying the materials, which Chazal says, okay. But there's something about the which is different than just preparing the material. And it goes as follows. The preparation for the mitzvah, which we do a few minutes before, or whatever it means to prepare like we said, borrowing from the Gashmish world to the Ruchnis world, is not what Chazal mean when they talk about Achana. The real Iker Pa'ul of the Mitzvah does not come from those Achanas which are done right before the Mitzvah is done. Because unlike everything else in the world, Ruchnis does not merely focus on the Maisa. It focuses on the Adam. Every single person is in a different madriga, and it can even be said that every single person is operating out of a different world. Al Pipashtas, every single one of us is living in the Oilam Hasiya. But there are some people who are living in the Oilam Haitsira. And there are some people who are living in the Oilam Habriya. And there's some who are living in the Oilam Haitsilas. And they look like they're just like us, but they're really not like us. Like the Chazanish said about Siddiqim in, in one of his letters, he said, he says, when regular people see a tzaddik, they think that the tzaddik is like me, because we only know our own experience and we, and we project that on other people. But he says you should know that a tzaddik is not like you at all. He's like a malach walking amongst men. Doesn't feel like you, doesn't see like you, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't come out to anything like you. He does more like a malach than he does like you. Just because he looks like you to you, doesn't mean that's what he looks like to anybody else. But the Banisham doesn't look like that, which is the most important. I was once learning this little piece with Chaim Brim, who was a Talmud of the Chazanish, and he said to me, how did the Chazanish know that? Because he said, because he was that. <laughs> and the clout is, is that the more elevated that a person is, the less hachana he needs to do before the Maisa. Hachana before the Maisa is necessary for a person who is not holding in the sugya, you understand? He's not holding there. But there are people that they're so connected to the Rabbani Shalom that they're always holding there. Like my Rebbe told me that, that the Samarav, before he would do mitzvahs, and he would do it with tremendous Islamists, he can walk in, make jokes with people, and, 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 you know, and, and be as if he was like completely uninvolved in what he was about to do. The second he took the Chavta Shalom in his hand, his face was completely different. He was a totally different zone. Because what he was doing by Maisa didn't determine who he was. He was just going to Maisim to be Hamish with other people, and even that was a mitzvah. But he was always in the mode of Shivisa Hashem Lenagisan. And that's the Iker Hachana. So, for example, if a person, let's say, he's operating in the Oilam Hasiya. So, whatever Hachana he does right before the mitzvah, 
will not take him out of the oil of Asiyah. Meaning, he's mugba, he is trapped in the oil of Asiyah. It's like if a person, like Lahavzil, the puppet Charlie, if a person is, is playing, let's say, college, college football, yeah? Thank you, Rebbe. <laughs> no matter what he does, no matter how good he gets, right, he's still just the best player in college football. He's still playing college football. He's not playing NFL. So he'll, he'll only be the best player in college football, but the guy who's in the NFL, he may not be such a good player, but he's still in the NFL, so he's at the bottom of the NFL. But he's not at the he, he's still ahead of the guy who's the best player in college football. He's still making more money than him, he's more popular than him, and he's probably better than him. So when it comes to mitzvahs, Lahav the Afi where and who we are will make a total difference in terms of what we get out of the mitzvah, what is created by the mitzvah, where the hachana before the ma'isa is already too late. It's already too late. Unless, of course, a person storms the heavens and, he, and it's extraordinary. But as we walk into the mitzvah, B'derek Klal will be the world in which that mitzvah will be in the sky. Is, it a chana, so, is, there, is there a hachana for a mitzvah or is there a hachana in life that ultimately then manifests when you're pre-mitzvah? Say that one more time. It sounds like if you, you can't prepare for a mitzvah. It's, it's how you live your life. So can, is there hachana for a mitzvah, or do mitzvahs just shine the light on who we are? So there is hachana for the mitzvah, but that's tafel to the who we are. There, like Chazal have a lashon, which is called, like, mizarzin koidim lemaisa. Before the maisa, it's called mizarzin. It's like, you have to be a zariz, and you have to make the hachanas, and to do it with a heslavus, and you're certainly putting in something. But the maisa is tafel to the adam, in in. In, in a lesson I once heard, the, the do is tuffel to the, to the be. You understand? The do is tuffel to the be. The who you are will always outweigh and outshine the mice of which you do. Of course, you have to do it with a lot. And whatever you are, was gonna, you're going to be putting into that do. But that, that asiya is only going to be as big as the other is. That's like what we, uh, Rabbi said during um, the Shabbos years, that to prepare for Shabbos, there's two, like, two different modes to go through it. There's one mode, like, oh, physically, you know, get your chicken ready or what have you. But the other is you have to prepare the whole week to really enjoy the Shabbos. Because you have to prepare your body yourself That's to right. be on the level of Shabbos. That's to right. walk into it. That's right. The other is going into Shabbos. What type of a maisa that a person does before Shabbos is, 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 is the chilek ha-maisa shabbat, but it's not the chilek ha-adam shabbat. The, the or will be commensurate to the adam. And being that near Hanukkah is a gili or... What will determine the hisgalus of the or is not the maisa. The maisa is just a makum shechalboy, but the adam determines the or, not the maisa. So a person who's not holding shivisi, oh, he she has is. a different type of hachana, or it takes twice as long to get towards. No, shivisi is the ikr hachana, which is why shivisi is the first sif in hilchos shachanar. Shivisi shanar. Who are you? How much is Hashem lenegdi something? That's the Iker. It's already too late for the mice to compensate for Shivisi. The mice is Chitzoni. The Odom is Pnimi. If a person is just relying on the Maisa, Koydum the Mitzvah, so then he's working out of a fraction of what, what's possible. 
which is why Chazal say to prepare for the Yantav you need Shloshim Yom Kodem Achag. So the way in Chitzoni is to learn that Gemara is to say, listen, if you're preparing, if you're preparing f- for the Yantav, you need to know what to do. You need to know how to shake a lulav. You need to know how to eat a matzah. You need to know how to prepare the mar. You need to know the information 30 days before. And it takes a lot to prepare. And even 30 days is not enough before Pesach. But 30 days is much more than enough when it comes to Elchus Hanukkah. So why do you need 30 days? That's just because the 30 days is not a sheer to know the information. It's a sheer to come in contact with the ore of the, of the Antif. It's to allow a person that through the Koyach of Lima Natayra to, to, to be a tshuva man, to be a person who's evolving, so that when it comes to the to halakas ner Hanukkah, the, the adam which you were 30 days before, you're a different adam, and what you're going to get out of this or out of this ner is going to be much, much different. That's Aleph. Days, what makes the hachana for ner Hanukkah different, and we're not we're not going to like the real premium answer. This is like this is like two because we're not going to have time to get into the maybe to the real real premium mahalach in this. Maybe next week. When it comes to halakas near Hanukkah, it's fundamentally different than hachana for any other mitzvah, except perhaps for two of them. The Iker Makar for Hachana in Torah, which the Gemara calls Hachana Daraisa, is by Shabbos. The Torah says, Vehechinu is a Sheyavio, to prepare for Shabbos Kodesh. The other one which we find, which is also very prominent, is by Tfilah. The Gemara says, Hiko and the Kurasalakach Yisrael. The Hachana for Tfilah and there's Hachana for Shabbos. Now, what makes Shabbos and Tfilah unique? What's the Tzad Shabbos between Shabbos and Tfilah? And really, the hachana for tefillah begins as soon as the tefillah before is over. That's what the Sfarim say. As soon as Shachris is over, the hachana for mincha begins. That means that a person is spending his whole life preparing from tefillah to tefillah. And the same thing is true with Shabbos. As soon as Shabbos is over, when do you start preparing for the next Shabbos? If you think Friday, then again, you don't understand the principle of what we said before, of the Adam versus the Maisa. But hachana for the next Shabbos begins already on Motzei Shabbos, which is what Malava Malka is all about. Malava Malka is not just escorting the queen from this Shabbos, it's escorting her already to the next Shabbos. Where are you escorting her to? You're taking her out of your house, but where are you bringing her to? You're bringing her around the house to come back to the other side. Because she's coming back again next week. And if you don't escort her, she's not going to want to come back. Not how you treat a guest, especially a queen. So what's this thing about Shabbos and about Tefillah that there's such a strong emphasis on Hachana? And it can be said that all the learning which we do before davening is just a Hachana for davening. And really there's a Tzadah Shabbat, by the way, between Tefillah and Shabbos that the mikvah is something which is very important. As opposed to any other mitzvah, like we don't go to the mikvah before putting on a mezuzah. We don't put on a we don't, we don't go to the mikvah, you know, before, you know, checking shatnes, face, putting on tzitzis. Before davening and before Shabbos, there's mikvah. Why? 
because davening is not just a hachana for a mitzvah. It's a hachana for an interaction with the Melech himself. Shabbos is not just preparing for Shabbos. Shabbos is the or of Kachabrihu himself. You're not preparing to do something. You're preparing to engage with the Rebbeinu Shalala. You're preparing to stand in front of the king. Hikain likras elekecha Yisrael. Prepare yourself to stand in front of the master of the world. That's what takes place on Shabbos. Shabbos is an experience which is panim bipanim. Tefillah, Shwana Esrei, which is really what Tefillah is, it's the moment of Shwana Esrei, it's standing in front of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, panim bipanim. And so therefore, the hachana is not a hachana for a maisa. It's a hachana of my bi, lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu's bi. And that's exactly what happens by Ner also. The or of Ner is not just a regular light. It's the or haganas. It's the most precious, the most mamish representation, revelation of Kuchabrihu in this world, which is possible is through the Or of Hanukkah. Lighting the Hanukkah candles, therefore, is not a Hanukkah to do a mitzvah called Hadlaka. It's a Maisa which prepares a person to greet the king, to meet the king. Therefore, it requires mikvah. That's why the Swarm they talk very strongly about going to the mikvah before Nehra Hanukkah. Different. Different than, than let's say, Kriyas and Megillah even. Because it's an interaction with Melech. It's Hikon Standing in front of the king. Why stop at Hanukkah? There's no Indian of Big Day Shabbos by the menorah. So, who told you that there's no Indian? Rambo spoke about, well, he didn't say there's no Indian, but he said, he discusses how it's Dafka, the Ruggel, it has to be, it's, it's... Very good, very good. So, there is an Indian, but there's also not an Indian. And the reason why there, there is not an Indian is because the whole tzuru of the Nais and the Or of Hanukkah is very interesting. And this ties into this Indian. What we do to prepare for this light doesn't compare to what we should be doing to, to prepare for this light. For example... The Gemara says that, that the psilas which, which are required in the base of Mikdash, which have to be very good psilas, are not required for Nechanukah. And, and if you think about it, what, could, what, what are we doing differently than anybody else when it comes to Nechanukah? The only thing which is different is the menorah, right? Whether it's silver, whether it's wood, whether it's plastic, right? That's not even a part of the mitzvah. We just know it to use, quote-unquote, candelabra of, of eight branches, but that's not part of the mitzvah. That's just not even called hither mitzvah. It's just... You can, you can make a tea light and be out to the mitzvah just as well. That's just for decor. Maybe Zakeli Mandeu, maybe. But we're doing nothing differently, Rabbi. Say. We have the same silas, we have the same shaman. You can't have a better shaman if you're having you know, extra virgin olive oil. So if you have your olive oil, you have your psilas, and you have your fire. So who here is doing a better, a better hachana hadlaka than anybody else? I mean, it's mamish the same. It's not that we have different sukkahs, we have different... A candle's a candle. That's it. It's mamish the same. But you take a look at the tzur of the mitzvah, and we spoke about this before, everything is very cheap. What does it mean cheap? Everything is very low. We light below 10, 10 tvachim. We light in Bein Hashemashas. 
which is like a very Suffolk Amalek type time. Like, what's, what's going on, Banish Mashas? We let it the Pesach Abayis, which is like not even in the home. It's like on the outside of the home. It's like where the Sutton, Sutton lies. Pesach Hatas, right? And the Gemara says that the shear for the mitzvahs are the Kaldi Riglid the Tamudai. You know what Riglid the Tamudai is? It's the low lives. When they're not walking in the marketplace anymore, that's when you like. That's the shear. And it's not like, you know, when the Rosh Hashiva is going home from the base Knesset, from the base Nedrish, that's when we light. When the ring of the time would die, that's when you light. The Teretz is, and this is the Nakuda, is that there are different levels of ore. And a lower level of ore, to be zeichet to a lower level ore, needs better hachanas. Understand this very well. This is counterintuitive. In order to entice a lower ore, you need to be machabed or more. But when it comes to a very great light, what you do to prepare for it doesn't determine its covet. Doesn't determine its covet. Only a low-level king, when he shows up somewhere, is he makbed, that the band should be playing right on key, and everything that that the hall should be should be prepared properly, and everything should go well. And if not, it's a pagam in his covet. But a real melech, a real melech, a real covetika person, he doesn't care what's going on. You know why? Because his covet is not determined by circumstances. He himself is covetik. And the difference between the or of Hanukkah and any other or is that every other or, which is a lower darga, needs the proper hachanis and the proper covet to be mechabit that or. But this or of Ner Hanukkah, this is what we call, this is like Kuchibuchu himself. This is what's called the Melech HaKavod. Of which the Sasemis and the Medrash says that he's called Melech HaKavod because he's Be'etzim Kavod. You don't have to give him Kavod. He doesn't need your Kavod. If you were to see that light, you would say, this is Kavod. The Be'etzim Kavod. And you know what's really Kavodic for a Melech HaKavod? Wherever he goes, he makes other things Kavodic. Ezehum Achubed, the Mishnah says, you want to know if you have real kavod? If when you show up somewhere, people feel that they, it's a covet to have you there because you're be'etzim kavod. Not that they have to be mechabid you, but when you show up, the whole matzah becomes coveted. And it's the greatest covet of the melech kavod to be able to give covet to things which are low. Understand now? That's why you can use all the different things for That's right. Because when the melech kavod shows up, he wants, it's Dafka, the greatest covet for him, to take even the lowest of the low and make that a covet also. That's the covet. The covet, the measure of covet is how much covet you have, is how much covet you can bring out of things which are very, very low and petty. And nobody would think to be mechabed that. If you can turn that into covet, it's like Lamashal, let's say you have a, a baker, right? So now you know a master baker that if you give somebody like all the ingredients necessary to be able to prepare this dish, so you don't have to be such a good baker in order to prepare a dish that tasty because you just follow the directions. Anybody could do that. Even a, to- a 10-year-old could do that. How you are a master, that you're really a kavadika baker, is that you can, do it, you can take it out of anything. You put anything in front of me. I could, I, could, I, could do, I could do something, I can do it better than what the ingredients say. That's how you know you're a master. That's when you deserve the covet. If Kuchibichu can come and he says, you can put whatever you want. Do it whenever you want, wherever you want, however you want. Of course, you have to follow the halachas to make it to make it petty, because you have you can't you can't make it more covered than Hashem wants it to be. He wants it dafka like this. 
The halacha dictates that he says, I, this light which is coming down doesn't need your covet. Ah, the rabbi. He's going to be a machabit, everything which comes on his path. That's light of Hanukkah. But that comes to show on the level of interaction which is taking place by Nair Hanukkah. This is an experience, not just with an or. Every mitzvah has an or. There's an or and there's a keli. What we're putting down to be the keli for this mitzvah is not a keli. It's not a keli. This is not a keli for a light like this. Huh? Well, the other is really the keli. Yeah, yeah. But what we're putting down is not a keli. It's not meant to be a keli. It's meant to be some psoilis somewhere, which the medical covet says, okay, with my tremendous rachmanas, I'll come down. Which is like we said before, there are 13 words in that bracha, the halakha, keneged yedgim amidus abrachman. And the only way such an or comes down is not because we're zaycha, and not because we made a kli, which is like alpidin, now the or should come because the keli fits the or. No. The keli does not fit the or. And we're not even going to try to make a keli which fits the or because there's nothing in this world which we could do which could be a keli for an or like this. And that's why it's called hod, because we're moida la'ames and we say, we have nothing. The only thing which we have is the abusha and the embarrassment that we know that an or like this, we push it, can't handle. That's really how we come into Shabbos like we spoke about. It comes tefillah is the same thing and halakha is the same thing. The greatest tachana is, is the feeling that a person has that who am I to encounter an or like this? But that's not a hachana which is felt in Maisa or Boisai. That's a felt in the Adam himself. If a person is not working on that, it's too late before the mitzvah to say, okay, I'm a nobody, bring down the or. That's chitzonius. How does a person develop the hergish of that busha? To be able to, to, to actually participate in creating an or like this? That only comes if a person already is thinking in advance and learning about what is this or? Which is what we're doing, hopefully. What is this or? What is it, this light that Hashem wants to bring? What is this light we already spoke about? That it's the or of the tachlis, it's the or haganas. What does that mean? That they should come into my house? That I should have an interaction with a light like this? More than a person is misboning in that, then it's able to seep into the heart so that when it comes to Halakas Nech Hanukkah, that's the Hachana. That's Hachanas Nech Hanukkah. And so therefore, it's, it's appropriate, and it's bashert, hopefully, that we're talking about this Vashchodesh Kislev, so that, because already if we're talking about it three days before, and setting up the Menorah, it would, it would be, we'd still be in the Oilam Asiyah, we wouldn't be able to be in the Oilam Evitziyah, and be in the Oilam Atzilas, to be able to, 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 to magnify that or a thousand times, so that we can, can experience our Haganas in a much deeper way. Understanding the Malach. Right? Because at the end of the day, that until until you work on trying to to get to the Malach, the or can't possibly have that, that value of respect. I, mean, I think I saw what the Sazichain says, I think as he quoted somebody, that that Busha really is a sign of Yira 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 law. Yeah. That you just you you Yeah. That this or is an or of Yuri law. It's an or of Yuri law. And it's an, it is an or of Shivisi. And really, just to, just to kind of explain what you're saying a little bit more, it, this light is always there. It's just that it's concealed all the time. 
That's why it's called Or Haganas. It's buried. But this light is everywhere. And so therefore, the reason why this is an or really of Shivisi is because Shivisi means that I'm always in the presence of Hashem. That everywhere I go, everything I do, everything is made out of Kutchabrihu. There's no escaping this or. It's just that we may not be able to see it, but that's what it means, that it's Nignas. Nignas doesn't mean that it's, that, that it's somewhere else, far, far away, and it's not here. Nignas means that it's everywhere. It's just that we can't see it because it's concealed. Our eyes can't see it. Halakas Nechanika means that we take the hidden orb Shivisi and now we can see it with our eyes. Or with our physical, well, this, our physical eyes. Meaning, that light, of course, it has many dimensions spiritually, but make no mistake about it, this light of, of Ner Hanukkah is, is the or of Shivisi. This is the or. I mean, we're seeing it with our physical eyes. It's, it's the physical manifestation of that light. Of course, it runs deep, 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 and it's everywhere. This is the or of Orient Sof. But part of Guru Rosh Hu is, is that in that tiny or, it's a miyut machzak maruba. This little or, this tiny little or, by my door, on my table, is the endless light of Hashem. Okay, it's not a regular light. This is the or, this is the or of creation. This is, the, this is, this is a, 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 a real, concrete revelation of Shavisa Shalom Of course, each person will receive from that or, on his level, because it's endless. And how do you mashire endless? Endless means, once something becomes endless, it just becomes commensurate to who we are. Like, whoever, how much I am, that's how much Ain Sof I get. I, mean, I put the cap on the Ain Sof, meaning, I have a Sof. As a human being, I have a Sof. That will be the cap. It's not that this light is limited. The human is limited. And I will be the limitation to the, how much this ore reveals itself to me. A much bigger tzaddik, which is why, of course, there's an Indian to go to a, to a very big tzaddik who lights near Hanukkah, because the potency, the frequency in his home is very different than what's going to be in my home, because that's his shivisi, not mine. So if you take a, the gematria of the word hachana, and you make a milu out of it, right? You spell it out. But milu, it's gematria he or. As if to say that the more that a person is mamalu v'hachana, he fills the hachana, that he looks for ways not to try to get out of the hachanas, but he looks for ways to be through the hachanas. But again, the real hachana is now. It's not. It's not. It's not what how we're metapa with it. It's it's the hachanas adam. It's hachanas adam. Like we said in the first year, that the real destination of this or of the he or is the nasa adam. It's an or which is interacting with Adam. It's kafi the Adam. It's not so much kafi what we're putting in. Because we're not putting in much. It's just to be Yodzeh. Because this is the Malach HaKavad. It doesn't need much from what we put into it. But how much that a person is making himself. That's the degree that the Yihiyar will be Zaychat. Hashem should help us that. Already from now, from Meirachok, we should be Zaychat to make the proper Achanas and to be Zaychat to the, not just the Orish HaKanaka, but the Orish HaMashech Tidkeinah. Amen.